Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Content 10X Podcast. And in today's episode, we are talking all about how you can get the most from your blog posts. And I'm really, really pleased to have Eva Yorston on the um, on the podcast today. Hi, Eva. Hi. Hi, Amy. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm really well, thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. The very first guest of the podcast. Oh, <laughs> and, oh yeah, it's an honour. So it's an honour to have you actually. So um, this is just a topic that really fascinates me because usually we talk about repurposing content and we take it into a different format. So with blog posts, you might say we'll turn it into videos and visuals, but I love the concept of actually keeping it a blog post and um, blog syndication so that's why I wanted to bring you on because you're an expert in blogging <laughs> so yeah. firstly um, do you want to just introduce yourself Eva? Sure yeah so I have been in business for about five years or so now basically I help businesses to harness the power of blogging <laughs> to grow their business and I do that through predominantly coaching and done-for-you blog management services. So for businesses who are at the beginning of their content marketing journey, I can help them figure out their objectives and their target audience, and then we create a content plan. And then once that's in place, then we we will actually help them with the publishing and promotion mm-hmm. of their blog posts to make sure that it's actually going to get the most mileage out of every, every post and that it's being done properly and... Um, and effectively so so yeah that's my business really brilliant cool and how long have you been doing that for um well this particular service has really only been going for about a year or so before um I was a virtual assistant so I started out doing virtual assistant services and just over time gradually narrowed down and and started to specialize in the area of block management so it's uh, it's been really good to have that singular focus, it's uh, it means that I can really dive a lot deeper and offer a much more um, comprehensive uh, service. So it's really good. Yeah, it's, it sounds like a brilliant service because if people have written the blog post, that's one thing, but actually somebody managing that content for them is another thing entirely, and that's what people need, isn't it? So <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I think it's a big struggle for a lot of businesses to. Um, to find the time to get it all yeah. done, you know, to not only write the content, but then actually the, the publishing and promotion takes up just as much time as writing the content itself. And I think if, especially if they're struggling for the time, then the, um, the likelihood is they're not going to be very consistent. Mm. And that's the key. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that you, you're the perfect person to talk about today's topic, um, blog syndication. So yeah. firstly, could you just explain like what is blog syndication? So blog syndication is basically the process of republishing a blog that you have already published on your own website onto other third party websites. Um, so if you imagine you've put all of this time and effort into creating an epic blog post and, um, you know, you then obviously want to distribute that content and primarily you would start by posting it on your social media accounts and maybe sending it out to your email, uh, mailing list, but that really only gets it out to your existing 
audience. So by syndicating it, by republishing it on other websites, then it gets you out to pot uh, potentially new audiences. Um, so that's really what blog syndication is all about. And do people actually use the exact same blog post or are there rules around changing the, you know, do you have to change it a bit or change a headline and things like that? How does that work? Um, you can basically republish exactly the same article. Um, the There are some benefits to adapting the title slightly or the text because basically um, you want to make sure really that Google doesn't consider it to be duplicate content. And I'm sure we'll dig into that a little bit more. But by adapting the title slightly and maybe changing the introduction or some of the subheadings and things, then it just makes the, the content a little bit more unique so that the content isn't directly competing um, in Google when somebody's searching for it. Okay, cool. And, and what kind of places do you recommend um, that people do this? Where, where do people send the blog posts? Well, some of the, the easiest places to do it um, and, uh, you know, it's becoming more and more popular is to syndicate it to LinkedIn um, okay. as a, a Pulse article and uh, and also to Medium. So um, LinkedIn is obviously great because most people already have an existing audience of connections on there. Um, and the um, you could obviously just post a link to your original article on your blog but by posting it as an article within the LinkedIn ecosystem um, I think LinkedIn is more likely to put that in front of your connections in the newsfeed because it obviously wants people to stay on their platform mm -hmm. for as long as possible so they're going to favor their own content and um, and yeah it just means that more people potentially might read it than if you just posted the link to your original blog mm. because it takes the, the posting it to your website would take them away from LinkedIn, which a lot of people just won't bother to do. Mm. Um, so by keeping it within LinkedIn, you can uh, perhaps capture more readers. And medium.com is um, another similar platform, really. That's uh, it's a third party blogging website. And people will go on there to browse articles on particular topics that they're interested in so again you can build up a following on there you know in a in the same way as you would on a social media platform but people might also just discover your content um, by browsing and uh, so those are both some really nice and easy um, platforms to get started with syndicating your blog content um, there are other options and that might be to search for other websites which are um, basically blogs that are specialising in a certain niche um, okay. and in the same way that you might look to guest post on there, some of them if they uh, have a slightly more kind of um, open community uh, objective about them then they might not necessarily uh, they might be more open to syndicated content as opposed to unique uh, guest post articles that they you know would be exclusive to their website so um, so you can do a bit of searching and find out if there are um, websites in your niche and then there's obviously the big blogs like Mashable and TechCrunch and Lifehacker and some of these big websites and they take syndica syndicated content too um, but 
you might find that you need a bit more of a profile um, in order to be accepted on there as a syndicated um, blogger. So uh, it might be worth building up your uh, your back catalogue in, in other places first. Is that the same for HuffPost as well then? So, yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So you could, uh, yeah, you could post syndicated content on HuffPost. Yeah. Okay. So there, there, some sites have rules that say that this cannot be published anywhere else. You just have to be careful that you abide and look into that before you do anything. Then. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And a, a quick and easy way to determine whether a site um, accepts syndicated content would be to do a search for the name of the the website plus. Um, and then in quotes, um, this article originally appeared on, okay. and then you would obviously kind of bring up a whole bunch of articles that uh, that were originally published somewhere else, but that had been posted on that website. So that can be a quick hack to find out whether they um, accept syndicated content or not. Okay. And so, how do sites like Reddit fit into it? Is that a similar? Is that the same kind of thing, or is that quite different? So Reddit is more of a social bookmarking site. So that's a slightly different um, approach. Basically, uh, that's where you are submitting the link to your original piece of content as opposed to republishing the entire article in a new location. So um, it's a slightly different uh, technique. Okay, sounds like another podcast episode. <laughs> okay, so 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 really, if you've published a blog post, you put all that time and effort into a blog post, then you really should consider um doing this so whether it's linkedin whether it's medium knowing where your audience is but taking that how much time do you think people put into taking their blog post and putting it on say medium like just from one place to another is it time consuming like how do you do it it's really not time consuming at all um because if you have um published your blog already on your own website and you've done all the formatting so you've put in links you've put in headings subheadings and all that stuff um, then actually if you copy and paste it from the original web page and then paste it into medium the formatting will carry across from the original location so you don't even have to do redo all that stuff um, as long as you don't paste it as plain text because obviously then that erases all the formatting but if you paste it um, just you know control v then that uh, will carry forward all the formatting so it really can only take five minutes you know five okay. ten minutes and um, and so yeah it's dead quick and easy um, so there's really really no reason not to give it a go yeah I guess the first time you do it if you're not on um, medium or LinkedIn you set your profile up um, so on LinkedIn I think you know most people have a profile but is it just the standard LinkedIn profile or do you have to have uh, an additional like uh, editor, like article submission type status? Nope. On no. LinkedIn, you just use your normal um, your normal LinkedIn account. And when you land on the, the homepage where your newsfeed is, if you look um, underneath the little input box where you would normally put a status update um, you'll see that there are a couple of different buttons and one of them is uh, to write an article and so you click that and then that opens up um, the sort of article editor screen Um, so it's a bit different from post it's very different from posting a 
status update. Mm. So you just got to make sure you click the right button. Yeah, yeah. I'll know that's that's really good and Jeff definitely something that I just think, you know, if you're not gonna do them all, think about where your audience is. And I love what you said about the guest posting actually um, and finding like sites within your niche or niche. <laughs> um, yeah. So what are the, um, you mentioned it already, but this is something that I really hear a lot of people talk about, which is you can't do this because you'll get penalized by Google and um, you need to really change it and, and all that kind of stuff. So do Google penalize you? And if they do, kind of how does that work? I think it used to be the case that Google were quite hardcore about how the you know the algorithm was quite strict about um, duplicate content, but now I think Google is um, a lot smarter at identifying what the original source of the content is. Having said that, there are a few things that you can do to um, help it along and to make sure that um, that you aren't going to be penalised or that there aren't any uh, repercussions for syndicating your content um, so the first and easiest one is to always make sure that you put a link back to the original article at the bottom of your syndicated article um, or elsewhere it doesn't have to be the bottom but just say this post originally appeared on uh, you know whatever your website is or this post was originally published on or whatever wording you want to use um, and that just basically uh, means that of the two articles, if both of them are, you know, say somebody's typed in a search and both articles come up, because one of the articles links back to the other one, the first one should rank slightly higher and mm. therefore, you know, would be the, the top rated one. Um, so that's the best approach on platforms like LinkedIn and Medium. And as we mentioned earlier, you can also, uh, for an extra SEO boost, you can uh, adapt the title slightly yeah. um, and maybe make a few tweaks in the article itself just to uh, make the content a bit more unique. Um, there is also um, something called a canonical link, okay. which is something that uh, you is a, is a tag basically that Google came up with to address the duplicate content issue, um, which basically tells Google definitively what the original source of the content is. Um, there, you can't use that on LinkedIn and Medium, so you don't need to worry about that. Um, if you yourself own multiple WordPress sites, then and you want to syndicate your content from one website onto another website that you own, then it's quite easy to do because um, it's just an option in your normal SEO plugin. So when you're posting the syndicated article, you would go into the SEO plugin and just paste in the, um, the original link to the article in the canonical box. And then that just means that it's tagged that article as pointing back to the original article. Basically, in most cases, you are not going to have access to the editor. So if you're posting an article, if you're syndicating an article onto another website, that you don't own, then your best chance is really to just ask the publisher to add a canonical link so that it points back to your article as being the original source. Okay, you know, that's great tip, thanks. And when you mention um, the SEO plugin, um, just to say to the listeners that uh, Yoast SEO is probably the most popular one for that. So yeah. 
um, that's certainly something that we use at the, our website. So cool. So the main advantages really is more eyes on your content um, and more chance of being seen with as with any kind of content repurposing syndication. It's all about getting seen, getting heard. Um, how do you recommend to somebody listening to this thinking, why, why have I never done this before? <laughs> all those blogs I've written, I've never done this before. So somebody thinking that, what would you say would be just a great tip to just get started with um, blog syndication? So the next time that you publish a blog uh, an article on your own blog and if you already have a LinkedIn account then the easiest thing that you can do is after a week so that is one tip another tip I would say about um, that helps with the, the whole Google situation is to wait at least a week before you uh, republish your article anywhere else because that just gives Google a chance to index your article as the original source mm. so after a week or two then just copy and paste the text from your article and paste it into LinkedIn and um, add your link to the original article at the bottom, maybe change the title and then that's you done. That's you made your first steps <laughs> in blog syndication. Um, you can do the same on, on Medium. Um, and uh, yeah, so just get started that way. That's probably the, the easiest thing to do. So, um, you know, you and once you get started doing that and um, you start to feel a bit more comfortable with it and you're it's not taking up too much time and all that kind of stuff then you can start to do a bit of research around maybe other websites that um, are open to contributors that you can create an account on um, and just start syndicating there um, and then the next stage after that would be to maybe look to some of these higher profile blogs and see if they accept syndicated content as well so you can do it as a excuse me as a phase process it doesn't have to be jumping into the deep end with both feet you can take it step by step do the easy stuff first um, but hopefully before too long you'll really start to see the benefits of putting your content out there to new audiences rather than just relying on your existing network yeah I think it's great and I, I think that as you get better at it and you get used to places to send your content to um, you can pretty much have a post published on my website checklist okay i've done it here wait a week then send it here send it there and you get used to the places that are bringing the traffic back to you and if you used to looking at your own analytics on google analytics i guess you may see a pattern that okay people are starting to come to my site from medium people are starting to come from linkedin or not you know if that's the case that actually exactly. it's not making any difference that maybe find another place that people are so really love this topic and um, thanks so much for being on today Eva so um, the last question I want to ask you is um, where can people find you um, if they want to get in touch with you or find out more about any of this sure um, thanks so much for having me on um, so my social media handle is at boost biz support and people can find me on Instagram and Twitter those are probably the two main places that I hang out so um, they can connect with me there that would be great and um, and if they would be you know if you're maybe looking for ideas about what sort of blog posts to write about in the first place um, you know before you even start syndicating, you've got to start with an actual article itself. I have a free download on my website, which is boostbusinesssupport.com. And uh, you can 
go on there and grab 52 blog ideas, um, a quick cheat sheet that will get you started with your uh, your content plan for the year. Brilliant. Okay, that's great. All right, well, thank you very much, Eva, for being on this show. I'm sure that the listeners have found it really, really useful. And just no like, say goodbye. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Bye, Bye. Bye.